0: Welcome to Tavern Tales Jr. and our third campaign, Mystical Middlemen. This is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast for kids and adults. In Tavern Tales Jr., we take a group of kids on a wondrous adventure in an entirely homebrewed setting. This podcast is created by and for kids. So let's see where our heroes will take us today.
1: I'm wondering if you'd go wandering with me through the wilderness and woods. Where the winds are blowing free Through the darkness of the night Heading toward the morning light I wonder if you'd wander with me And I'll spread the word And you beat the drum We'll round up the troops And get the gang to come through the
2: woods Well, hello there,
0: traveler, and welcome to Tavern Tales Jr. This is a 5E actual play D&D podcast for kids and adults. And this is our Mystical Middleman campaign. Hi, I'm Robin, and today I will be playing Cerulean Elias on our fated adventure. He is a satyr druid who is mildly snarky and recently sobered up. His flying today will be steady with some quick turns and jumps. He's going to stop and start if he notices himself making mistakes, but overall try to be quite smooth and quick with his actions. He is inexperienced with flying, not like our Michel or Per potentially Lilith, whatever she may be doing,
3: but he will give it his best. Hi, my name is Savannah, and today I will be playing Lilith Evermeadow, the tiefling warlock, who, along with Cerulean, really isn't an experienced flyer, but has been really enjoying all the practicing with the broom and will be giving it her all with the, the races today. She's going to really be focusing on making her body tighter to really with getting those quick turns and really making it through those hoops the best she can. Hello, my name is Will and today I
2: will be playing the role of Michael, a paladin charlatan who is ready to dive through these hoops and hopefully not come in last place.
4: I have a question for all of you before we get really into it. When you imagine your character in the world Do you imagine yourself looking down on your character in the world and then the character interacting with things? Or do you imagine things from within the character and that you are looking through their eyes?
0: Within the character.
3: I usually picture it as looking out on the character.
4: Really? Interesting. Okay. Within. And you're within the eyes of the character as well? Yeah. That's interesting because you very rarely ever describe where the character is and what the character is doing. But you're picturing the character all along.
3: Well, it's kind of back and forth. Like sometimes Mm. it's through the eyes and other times it's... When we're sinking into the world of the imagination, I normally think like we're above the
2: character. And then once when we start playing, I normally think we're in the character.
4: Because yeah, you should fall into the character itself. And I think that that might be why some of you are having difficulty describing the physicality of your character and how they look in the moment, because you're envisioning yourself within the context of the character, right?
0: Yeah, no, I'm literally seeing everything through Cerulean's eyes. It's I really should not have done this to myself. I have a character with a similar and yet different name who looks almost exactly the same. It's uh, not great for another game <laughs> for um, another role play I have with my friends. So
4: oh, some sort of like oh, text it's...
0: role play, Minecraft role play. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he it's... looks exactly the same. He's got a very different personality, but like I keep messing that myself little, up. The little skittish boy.
4: Well, I'm Kyle, wrangler of tweens and teens, and <gasps> dungeon master to the stars. Hopefully, maybe one day, don't get Tom Cruise and couple of other famous people at my table and we'll all play some Dungeons and Dragons and I'll be Dungeon Master to the Stars. But more importantly, I am the Dungeon Master for Tavern Tales Jr., our mystical middlemen campaign. And so, as is our wont to do, let us all now close our eyes, stop rolling dice, and fall into the world of the imagination. Let us close our eyes and leave behind the world of our reality and enter the world of the imagination let's leave behind chilly basement recording studios and fall into the drying falling turning leaves of the Fairview Fall Festival where giant glowing flaming hoops hover in the sky above Fairview on a gorgeous beautiful star filled double moon night where our heroes find themselves after an easy day earlier in the day and having done their practice, they are now ready for the races themselves. These are the qualifying races. The teams who do the fastest and make the qualifying time will get to go on to the finals. The individual races will also happen today. In fact, are happening right now as individual racers are zooming through the skies, trying to make that qualifying time for the finals race the next night. Today, however, with the team races looming, you walk about the city itself as we fall into our characters walking along, you know, shodded, thick Steel boots, proper slippers belonging to our tiefling warlock, and no shoes at all for the cloven-hoofed satyr clopping on the cobblestones of the streets of Fairview. And we open our eyes and we can still smell, and perhaps it's gotten a bit overwhelming and a bit much, squash, spice everywhere. Ugh. You've had breakfast, you've had lunch, it's middle of the day, and perhaps somebody is having a snack. Who amongst you is having a snack right now?
2: Damn, this churro is really good.
4: Squash spice churro, nothing better for the Fairview Fall Festival.
2: Oh, but then I got to the squash spice half. Ugh. Why? Why must they make everything squash spice? It's... Fine. I'm moderately warming up to it.
0: This is the only thing I can really taste anymore. He looks dismissively at this wine bottle that he's holding as uh, Cerulean is clopping along with the other two.
2: Oh yeah, you haven't seemed to be any drunk anymore. under wonder why. Or I couldn't tell you.
0: Ayara
4: and Solomon Solomon are walking behind the group. You are all heading towards the... Large, expansive field that you all practiced on the other day.
0: So wait, is, sorry, is Michal a paladin? Yes. Okay, cool. Thanks.
4: Michal is an Asimar
0: paladin. I know he's an Asimar.
4: Right, and. There is a fair collection of people there already of all shapes and sizes. There's quite a few humans in amongst them, and there are all of the brooms laid out and ready to be picked. There are 10 brooms in total, five for the first people who will be racing, and then halfway through their race, when they reach the 40th, Ring, the other team gets to then start. And there are official timers here and lots of important people. A stage has been erected near the brooms themselves, and it is here that you see a kind of hungover John Wesley pacing out around the back of the stage, and the mayor herself standing on the stage itself. There seems to be some sort of loudspeaker there. Not a microphone or anything like that, but definitely something that helps her project her voice. Does not appear to have any magical qualities to it. That is ready for her to then announce. Picture like a big traffic cone turned on its side. Yeah, like a horn sort of thing where you can speak into it and it amplifies your voice. And a lot of the town folk who are not involved in the races are here in this field, but there are a couple of interesting, great places for people to watch the race happen. So why don't we all try to think about what this looks like, where I've described the beautiful sky and the moons and the 80 rings hanging around Fairview and the river and the woods. But what's the next step down? What does the rest of Fairview with its pennants and triangled flags and whatnot look like as people get anticipate, you know, people start to get great vantage points and places to sit to watch the broom races happen?
0: There's this beautiful little cottage house a little bit off of Main Street, and there's this really old human couple who is sitting on the very top balcony of this like tall house
4: how many levels does it have
0: like four okay
4: okay cool cool Cool. i can picture that much more easily yeah it's a thin cottage like house but it's four stories tall okay
0: yeah there's this balcony that comes out of the attic even and they're sitting up there and then there's this old man who is leaned back snoring blissfully he's got a loose colorful button-up on and a big old belly and you know shock of white hair and a long beard and it's almost inappropriate because it's starting to get chillier out but he's got shorts on and he's just like leaned back on a recliner and there's a next to him sitting in like more of an upright chair is this thin wiry woman who's who's very excited about these races she's like Gerald, will you wake up? We have to watch them race. And Gerald's like, what? And and you can just see them lightly bickering as she waits in deep anticipation. And there's this little banner that is strung up on the edge of the balcony that says, uh, go Zadkiel.
4: Okay, they're cheering for, Z- that went to a place I was not expecting. They're what? Cheering for Zadkiel, okay. Thank you so much. That was a delight. What did you see?
3: What I saw was a, a bunch of children getting ready and running around. And the, there's a bit more of a hilly area with some large trees, very old. And you can see the children all running and helping each other climb up to the trees onto the more.
4: What type of trees are they?
3: Uh, they're like big oak trees. And you can see uh, the children uh, like helping each other climb up to the more sturdy branches to almost try and be closer to the racers.
4: Cool. Really close to the rings, as it were, and a heavy pass through the Nargle Forest area Uh as it comes into the town.
3: Yeah, and you can see them all like very jittery and all talking loudly, cheering over and saying, like, oh, which team are you going to vote for? Are you going to cheer for? And everyone's just really excited and all trying to find their perfect spot to sit. Cool. So, as you know,
2: there's the Elemental Inn has rings going around it and up to the top of the Elemental Inn. And since they're lights, like when you're sleeping before the race, they were turned off. But, like, at the top of the Elemental Inn, there's like five rings.
4: There's one big ring at yeah, the top one, of the Elemental one Inn. Big ring. Yep.
2: And some people have grabbed like lawn chairs and sat down at the top of the elemental inn to get a great view of all of the racers so
4: is the whole roof of the elemental inn cordoned off with people like there's people all standing up there is it like a big rooftop party yeah how are they managing to stay up there (laughs) remember we always talked about the roof of the elemental inn I thought it was like a really precipitous roof like a really steep angled roof Um, and yet everybody's standing up there just fine
2: they raised up platforms
4: oh okay so there's platform like a they've built up a platform like a tensors floating disc sort of thing for people to stand up yeah, is the, it magical or not?
2: magical yeah they're just magical floating platforms and um, they're really f- like they're pretty far away from the ring to make sure that no one out, out, no one will get hit or anything
4: that makes sense. How many people are on these platforms on the top the roof of the Elemental inn?
2: I'd say 55. And right now half of the people are just like we want these people to win and the other half is debating about how another person should win.
4: Mm-hmm. okay. Or they cuz this is the team competition right now, right? Yeah. The individuals have already gone on. It's now the team competitions. What are some of the team names that people are cheering for?
2: Um Jumbo biscuits. No one's cheering for the mystical middlemen.
4: No, they don't even know who the mystical middlemen are.
2: They're just like, yeah, those are the people that brought back the baker, right? I don't really care.
4: So who are they cheering for? What are they what Robin wanted Jimbo biscuits which
2: like we could do like the Jimbo bakers because they're like their grandfather was named Jimbo and they want to live on his legacy. The dark shark divers.
3: You like maybe like the Fierce Blazers or
4: The Fierce Blazers. So fans are cheering out team names for some of the broom racing teams before the mayor begins to speak and announce you can see the people of the town ta- the people of the town of Fairview are all cheering and have slogans and posters done up for their favorite teams of racers. And remember, there are teams once you win, you win the brooms. You do not get to race again. You're done. You're no longer a racer in the Fairview Fall Festival. You get to race in other broom racing extravaganzas that might happen all over Salona, but you don't get to race in the Fairview Fall Festival because this is how people earn their broom. Okay? That's an important thing to note. So, so the teams that are racing here have never won. Okay. That's what's relevant to note. None of the teams that are racing today have ever won the Fairview Fall Festival race. Because if they did, they would not get to race ever again. Same goes for the individuals who are racing.
0: Wait, you can't race in any other festival or just in this festival?
4: Just this festival. This is a festival where you earn your broom. And if you've already earned your broom, you do not need to earn your broom again. And so some of these teams have raced several times and never won. Many teams, I don't know how many teams there are, I can't really picture that in my head just yet, but many of the teams have never raced before. This may be their very first race, much like our mystical middlemen heroes here. However, there do seem to be three fan-favorite racers. Whether they've raced before or not is up to you. Can you please... Get a team name in your head. Describe for us the fans of that team and the posters or whatnot that they're holding or a chant that they might be having. And then pan the camera from the fans of that team to the team themselves. And what do these five people look like? Very generally, not explicitly, because that could take forever, right? We could get really specific into how each of these people look. But who are these five people And have they been racing a long time? Do they look confident or unsure? And do they have team colors? Or are they all like five quintuplets and they're all exactly the same person? And the AI generator just went bloop, 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 bloop bloop, to copy carbonly all five of them. Uh, So why don't we go around the circle and whoever has a team name and uh, those details in mind, lay them out for us so we get a feel for who the competition is.
3: So one of the teams is called the Fierce Blazers, and there's this fairly small group of people who are all talking and cheering for them. One person, actually there's two people holding a pretty big banner or with the team name on it, and the edges almost look kind of like flames blowing in the wind from how they are holding it. And the camera pans over to... The team of five and you can see people getting ready for the race and there's one person in particular who seems to be helping perhaps a newer member of the team onto their broom and making sure that they're steady this person seems to be the team leader of of the fierce blazers
4: what do these people look like at all
3: the team captain is actually a human with a very dark hair he has longer hair but it's currently pulled back into a bun of some sort and he has a bit of like a scruff on his uh, face a bit of a beard and is wearing very athletic clothes he seems to be very serious about the game the person he is helping is a half elf who has very short hair kind of shaved all along the sides It is brown with the top of it fading into a deep blue color. And they seem quite mildly nervous. Uh, They're wearing kind of baggy-ish clothes. But you can tell that they're looking forward to the race.
4: Nice. And can I interject here? Mm -hmm. The name of the human team leader is Fierce. Yes. Cool. (laughs) Uh, I know. (laughs) What is one of the other teams?
2: The dragons from down below. I'm talking about like oceans.
4: I was picturing Australian <laughs> dragons. God, eye. <I. laughs> but I love it. That's great. I can totally picture this team. What do their banners and fans look like?
2: So there are five dragonborns. One of them is blue. Another one is white. Another one is green. One is yellow. And then the last one is red. And then the banner is just their colors, but it seems to be that everyone else is mixing up the order of the colors because they don't really care about the order. So some people start up with the yellow, some people start up with the white.
4: So they get a D grade on the ordering of the colors? Yeah. So it's like an order of the D. Dragon. Cool. I, I love that. Five dragon born. Which one's the leader?
2: The red one. A charismatic man.
4: The dragons from down below. It's a really long team name. Everybody's like, "The dragons from down below." The dragons from the down dragons below. from down
0: under. <laughs> the dragons from down below. Below dragons.
4: The dragons from below. Dragons from below. Dragons from down below. Down below. Dragons from. <laughs> it gets a bit confusing, but it is wonderful. Is there a lot of dragons from down below fans?
2: Yeah, I'd say that like one of the half of the rooftop party is fans of the dragons from down below and the other half is fans of...
4: Another team. The Fierce Blazers, I forgot to ask, Mm -hmm. is this their, what is have they raced in the race a lot or is this their first race or where are they at in that process? Uh,
3: It is only their second race.
4: And the dragons from down below, how many races have they done?
2: It's different for every single person. They have different experiences, you know?
4: Oh, they're a new team.
2: They're a new team. Of
4: experienced individual racers. Oh, wow. That's possibly conflict. All right. We need one more team. A group of fans arrive late to the party. They are all wearing very brightly colored sport coats, in metallic colors, and they're actually kind of shimmery between copper and gold and ruddish hues as they they all come out and they unfurl this gigantic banner. They're all a little bit older of people, and you can immediately tell they are all the parents of the five racers of the fierce blazers, but they have gotten the understanding of blazers wrong for the that is what they're all wearing they're out there in their fierce blazers supporting their kids
2: mom dad that's not what it's supposed to be it's about fire yeah mom and dad you get them jimbo but i told you mom my name's not jimbo it's jafire
4: (laughs) jafire it's definitely off-putting for the four poor for the poor fierce blazers but that's when the third team comes to light and we see their fans and their banners and it is none other
0: than the golden oldies i love it there's this group of tiny children (laughs) who is all gathered on one of the nearby stands and they have erected this little banner That has, like, it's clearly been made by a bunch of five year olds. It's got, like, painted hands. There's a turkey, a hand turkey on there. (laughs) The letters are all in not the right direction. And it says, Go, golden oldies. And strutting onto the field, you see two of them are, like, old ladies. One of them has a cane. And the other three are, like, more old men. And they are all like their skin is, you know clearly like they have been racing a long time like oh my back (laughs) and it's like there's an elf who looks just as old as like a human would but clearly they are like what 500 like really old for an elf and you know they all have like shocks of gray hair and there's this one human who's a black man he he looks He's, you know, he's the leader. He's the captain. He looks very ready. He gives a young little black girl who looks maybe be about five or six a thumbs up. And all of the little grandchildren start screaming. Oh, my God. I see my grandma. That's my grandpa. And, you know, they're all wearing these like bomber jackets that are all gold. Mm -hmm. And they have G.O. on the back of all of them. In white, and they've all got like shiny pants.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: We're the
2: golden oldies.
4: Actually, well, I also liked the thing that Will said at one point when one other guy goes, Oh, my back. As he walked out there, and all <laughs> the kids and the fans start chanting, Oh, my back.
2: Oh, my
4: back. Oh, my back. <laughs> to extreme delight. In fact, Generally, everyone starts (laughs) chanting, ah, my back. And you get a feeling, mystical middlemen, that getting the broom and winning the race does not matter as much in the team races as getting to do the race, building the panoply around it, and being a part of something bigger than yourselves.
2: As the mystical middlemen finish up placing their banners with no one around them, they're just like, why did we do this
0: again? (laughs) The golden oldies are like, clearly excited. One of them is like, oh man,
3: 50th go at it, boys.
4: I love that.
2: This is my 66th.
4: I picture the leader of the golden oldies, the black captain, he looks like Barack Obama to me. Is that what you were picturing or were you picturing something different?
0: I don't know. Like he's got yeah, like strange. curly grayish hair. Yeah. Like I don't know. Bit like wider face than Obama.
2: Like okay.
4: Yeah. So not exactly, but okay.
2: Wider Obama. <laughs> no. <laughs> flattened Obama,
4: just like stretched.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> like
0: you took a photo of Obama into an editing app and you just like stretched it slightly, it
4: pulled it out a bit. <laughs> no. They're all comparing. This is my 50th. This is my 67th. The old elf says.
0: I've been doing it a long time.
4: <laughs> not even giving them a number. He doesn't remember. Isn't um, it
2: like 500,000 for you?
4: A couple of other teams come out. There are 10 teams in total. You were the 10th team. People are puzzled about who the mystical metal middlemen are. Metalmen. Yeah. <laughs> they're not even sure. Who are the mystical middlemen? From, from somewhere else. It is an interesting group. They're like, wow, none of them even look anything like each other.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: that's <laughs> a why. Goblin, the- a goblin, d- a dragonborn, a tiefling, a satyr, and some human dude. Like,
2: I spread my wings.
4: Oh, you're not going to pop your wings now. Remember, you only get to do that for like a minute a day. So two minutes a day. Damn. This is just general buzz and general conversation. People don't know who the mystical middlemen are when they see the racers. Because
0: of his winged cape, they would assume he's an Asimar because it looks like his wings.
4: He also looks exactly like Zadkiel. So if all Asimars look like the same thing, (laughs) then it is definitely the truth. And this is the case. All Asimars have the same face, have the same body build, (laughs) look the same. Different hair colors, different eye colors, different skin colors, but they are all the same person.
0: Even like different genders. <laughs> they yes. just look the same.
4: <laughs> yes. They's, he, spitting, she's, and they's all look the God. same. <laughs> yes. The, because there was only one mold for all of the in the Asimar race. So that's just how it is for the Asimar.
0: <sighs> <laughs> it's great. You look so much like your mom.
4: Our heroes find themselves in amongst other teams. You can imagine for me who you're brushing shoulders with or if you're tight in amongst your allies in your team. As the mayor takes the stage with John Wesley still pacing behind, muttering under his breath.
0: Oh, man, I should not have. Oh, why are they cheer- cheering? Oh, it's so loud.
4: And... I would have figured he was muttering under his breath something about the speech he's about to make and trying to get it right. But uh, obviously, John Wesley's not worrying about that. (laughs) The mayor gets up and steps before the large megaphone sort of uh, tube and calls out and says, "Um, all the races are about to begin. All teams should be in the field for our opening ceremony remarks. There doesn't seem to be much movement. Everyone seems to be there. There's no racing around. None of the teams look like they're missing anybody. And you do count. All ten teams are there. There's about fifty of you standing in this area, and you're you're all pretty excited. Like the atmosphere is palpable.
0: Oh, one of the golden oldies. You can see uh, Pat's the youngest on the Fiery Blazers back, and goes good luck, kid, and then walks over to the golden oldies again. And the
4: half elf says, thank you, great, 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 grandma. The mayor, after a moment's pause, waiting for everyone to settle and the crowds and the cheering and the all my backs die down. And the mayor says, everyone, today marks a special day in the annals of our racing As you all know, the Fairview Fall Festival brings the brooms back every year and bequeaths them to the fastest and most capable racers. You all know the rules for the race. I'm excited to have them begin. This year, we had two brooms return to us, and I would like a pause in silence and remembrance for the deaths of, and just give me two great... Amazing heroic names.
0: Raphael.
4: Sure, that's their first name. What's their last name? Aberdeen. And the other name was? Any? You got anything? You got one, don't you? Mazel. Imzadi. I want to go with. That's a cool sounding Caddiel. name. Caddiel. Right? Imzadi, Caddiel. What was the last name? Mazel. Mazel.
0: Mazel was a first name, but okay.
4: Imzadi, Caddiel, Mazel. <laughs> that sounds like a really cool <laughs> name all in itself. That's a. <laughs> Thank you for that.
2: It could have been reversed.
4: And let us all spend a moment of silence for the passing of Raphael Aberdeen and Imzadi Kadiel Mazel, who both won individual races in their years, 30 and 35 years ago. And an assistant or Killian comes over holding the two brooms aloft. And they, in fact, are the two special brooms that you noticed the other day, beyond the vast not into the vastness. Beyond. They hold the brooms out, and a very palpable silence falls over the crowd. And Ayara elbows, cerulean, pokes you in the back sort of thing, and whispers ah. in. Not meanly, just like gets She's your attention. She's very
0: sharp elbows.
4: Gets your attention and says, because uh, she, she doesn't want to, like,
0: I, do no, in such a way that makes you sorry, break the stillness sorry. and Cer- silence Cerulean it, right? said that very quietly. Like, a, oh.
4: She whispers to you,
0: what is this all about? What's going on? I have no idea.
4: Well, think- What's everybody else's expressions on their face look like?
0: A Cerulean has this utter look of just confusion. Like, his, one eyebrow is just quirked. Like, both of his eyebrows are down, and he's like, Ugh. and I think they
3: may have passed away. Hmm. Any guess Lilith. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a moment of silence for to honor them. I mean, yeah, that's I think that's the
0: only reason a broom would be returned.
2: Those two are the beyond the vastness ones. Does that mean that they had different brooms back in the day? I think so. Let's just let's just be quiet until
4: this passes. And now that the silence has passed, we thank these brooms for their return and honor our new racers with the race today. Thank you all for entering the race. And continuing the prolonged tradition that is the flying broom races of the Fairview Fall Festival.
2: He was my grandpa.
4: And now to kick off the race, under his own request, (laughs) is none other than Deputy Sheriff John Wesley. And then as she turns away, you can kind of hear her voice is still hitting the microphone, the, the tube a little bit. as So the entire audience can hear her start to say, And John Wesley, if you use this as a campaign speech, to," <laughs> That's all you get to hear from the, the entire thing. But the rest of the audience, those those of you in the thing can hear, to campaign for yourself as sheriff, I will shut this down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and inside the background, you can hear, Woo! John Wesley, we love you!
4: Is John Wesley wearing a gold cape or not? No. No. no.
0: Actually, I've never described John Wesley. I have a very clear way I view John Wesley, if if I could describe him coming up to the stage. Sure.
4: Do you want Killian to come over and explain anything to you first about what just happened, or do you want John Wesley to begin his speech now?
0: Can Killian explain some stuff beforehand?
4: Sure. Killian puts the brooms down and slides over and says... Uh, Fiddle-dee-dee potatoes. (laughs) I noticed you all had a kind of a puzzled expression on your face as you were hearing about the brooms. You know that these brooms are special. The brooms of Fairview are special. And that part of the magic of them is that when you pass, the broom flies itself back to Fairview and nestles itself into a stand. You did know that, right?
0: Uh, No, No. we had no idea. Nope. Does something else happen to them or do they just come back like they just returned
4: change? and well the two brooms that returned this year are from they're, they're probably about 500 years old um they were carried by several heroes and several winners of the broom races over the years
0: uh, can i turn to michael do you think those are cursed those should be on the fastness ones yes do you think they're cursed probably. because they've been returned so many times
4: they're over 500 years old. I can hear everything you're saying when you whisper to each other. Um, I didn't think that they're cursed. Um, Raphael Aberdeen had the broom for over 50 years. Mm. Anyway, I just I saw your faces and realized they're not from here. Maybe I could explain why we're honoring this. So it's always a, a sad day when the broom returns. These ones returned much earlier in the year. That's why people are just being respectful. We all knew what occurred.
2: Oh, those are also the beyond the fastest ones.
4: Right, I told you about that. Yeah, they are. Um, There was a broom manufacturer hundreds of years ago that was... He put more into the brooms than anyone else has ever been able to. And these ones here are of his make. Hmm.
1: Hmm, He's a
4: great, great wizard named Fistandantilus.
2: Feel like that's important to the lore. Uh, maybe you should write that down.
4: John Wesley comes over. Maybe you should write that down. Uh, uh,
2: maybe, Sorry, what was his name? Maybe we were... wait. Uh, I'll
4: put it in the Discord.
2: Maybe we're maybe we were fighting the guy inside the past, and he was just collecting the souls of like people to put them in the brooms to make them go faster. That is so...
4: I don't know anything about that. I got to get back. And Killian steps back just as John Wesley says to the mayor.
0: I promise I won't.
4: And he steps up to the tube of announcing. (laughs) It is not magical. It is just a broadcasting tube.
2: You see John Wesley's nephew go, John Wesley, i know you'll be sheriff someday. (laughs) (sighs) Goddamn. Thank you, nephew. And John Wesley
0: is in, uh, he has this leather jacket, and on the shoulder, it has like a little bit of padding, because he's insecure about his shoulders, and it's got like little bumps, like, it's got like kind of a strip of a different kind of leather, and that leather has like embossed cool stuff on it. Yep. And he's wearing black, normal kind of walking pants, and he's got these cowboy boots that have like carving in them and it like makes a tree on the side of his boot and at the end it has and on the back it has like a little spur and they're gold um and he's wearing a cowboy hat which is it was tipped down when he was walking up but it's tipped up now and he's got kind of a thin face and some it looks like he's trying to grow a beard because he's got like the the like scruff for it but it's not going anywhere yet and, and he says hi fairview oh no cheering okay Boo. <laughs> that's um, the same nephew <laughs> I'm John Wesley I'm your deputy sheriff and I'm here to announce the start of the races we got our teams for today are the golden oldies. Woo!
2: Golden Oldies! I
0: stacked all my debt. The fiery blazers. He like looks at a note on his hand. The fierce blazers. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fierce. Oh, that says fierce. Uh yeah, um the mystical middleman. Uh the dragons from down under. Below. Sorry.
4: Do the whole thing again. He probably would have got it right. He's John Wesley he names a whole bunch of teams and then the last team he names is is take it away.
0: And the dragons from down below. So yeah, uh, everybody is, I promise that you all are going to do a great job. You all should be racing. Well, and racing clean, do your best. Don't fall off your broom. Had a guy fall off his broom. My best friend, Jeremy almost died. Not a good look. Race clean race safe, race with each other. This ain't the individuals. And, you know, much like I, Deputy Sheriff, will protect you, keep you clean, keep you safe. Uh, do that for each other while out there. If you ensure that I can be Deputy, I will continue to do that very well. I will be a great Deputy, uh, as we can tell that the uh, elections are coming up soon. I don't know, they're changing the way that we nominate here. It's merit based. Okay,
4: okay. That's enough. <laughs> Deputy Sheriff John Weston. Have a great
0: race. Have a great race. Now blow the whistle. But it'll make my headache worse. She
4: just looks at him.
0: Fine. He like plugs his ears and puts the whistle in his mouth, plugs his ears.
4: Did he was he even blow did he just make that sound or
0: <laughs> Yeah, he did. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Mare rolls her eyes and um, holds out her hands And claps long and hard and says A round of applause to all our racers May everyone cut through safe
0: Beyond the vastness And
4: then she puts her hand around John Wesley And escorts him back off the thing
1: You're wondering if I go Wandering with you What kind of trouble We'll get ourselves into Would it be wrong to tag along with a band of vagabonds? you wonder if I'd wander with you? So I'll spread the word and you beat the drum. We'll round up the troops and get the gang to come. And we'll leave the streets in these neighborhoods.
2: This concludes this episode of Tavern Tales Junior. We'll be back in two weeks with more of the adventure. Our intro and outro music is Through the Woods by Okie Dokie Brothers. Find their music on iTunes or check them out at okie dokie.org or follow them on Twitter at Okie Dokie Bros. We'd love a review on iTunes or check us out on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. I'm
1: wondering if you... Come wander in my way If you ever get lost Or if the trail leads you astray The music of the pack Can always bring you back I wonder, can we wander away And I'll spread the word And you beat the drum Round up the troops And get the gang to come River